everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Always Open. I am your host, Barbara Dunkelman, and I am so excited about today's episode. I'm joined by two of my best friends in the entire world, starting with... It's me. I'm Hannah. That's my name. That's who I am. <laughs> and very special guest. You stole my line. I panicked. <laughs> I panicked. I'd said it right before we started, and then I panicked. I feel like I'm going to black out. Oh, uh, no. It's me, your girl, Mariel, uh, former niche micro-influencer, <laughs> current job haver. Um, so happy to be here that oh. I can't stop shaking oh. and crying and pissing and shitting. I literally, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the verge of tears right now. I know. Like, I know. This just feels like home. To yeah, me. it feels yeah. right. I've missed it. Yes, I've missed it so much. Yeah, we, you, God, yeah. It's been too long. It, it has been too long. It was. Um. So for those of you who don't know, if you just started watching Always Open, Mariel was former co-host of Always Open back when we did it. Um, day. Back starting in 2016 up until 2021 is when we ended up. 2020. Uh, it was during the pandemic. During the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, I think 2020. Wasn't it like June or July of 2020? Yeah, because then we started doing we, Just the Boys. Just the Boys. Which is like just the questions that we take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a live stream we did. And then yeah. we phased that out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a hot second. Dude, life goes by. But also, I feel like I <laughs> the last three years of my life like didn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. So. Weird time compression that happens during all the last couple years. Yeah. Just, we were talking yeah. about, um, we filmed this video when Pokemon Go was really big, mm-hmm. where a bunch of us dressed up in like yellow and like went mm-hmm. next door to where the mm-hmm. Blue Starlight Drive-In Theater used <laughs> to be to like dominate the gym. Yeah. And someone was like, that was uh, seven years ago. Jesus. And I was like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> and then I looked at the date. We released that video and it was seven fucking years ago. Is that real? Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely not. Time has no That's, meaning. Time, no, yeah, no, I don't really like that at all. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. But I'm so happy you both are here. Hannah, frequent guest of Always so Open. happy to be here. Adorer of both of you. Number one fan. Number one Always Open fan. <laughs> I hold that title. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. So if you're in yeah. the comments thinking you're If you're in the comments, uh, good luck. Fight so, me. Sorry. I so will, sorry about it. It's not I you. Will, yeah. I just will have to fight you on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, we wanted to bring the show back and obviously like spoke to Meryl a bunch about bringing it back because yeah. you also found a new work. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Got a big girl job. Got a, a big girl job. This is a big girl job. Um, <laughs> yeah. New work, new life, new everything. Um, married now. I'm married mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I went through a lot of shit. Uh, I don't know how much trauma dumping can we do in the <laughs> All last- of it. As much as you want. <laughs> All of it. You know? I mean, we have yeah. questions that we have have for that yeah. we don't have to get to any of them this yeah. isn't their show it's our show <laughs> that's you, right you write in your questions yeah. whatever no i do want to get to the questions because yeah. they are incredible they are good. as always They're good questions um but yeah i mean i left rooster teeth it's crazy to think um i only left rooster teeth a year ago that seems wild yes. to me it does Wait, not is that yeah. real that's though not true yeah a year ago? A year ago. I mean, yeah, think about it. I've only been, I was only, I also, I left just before you. Yeah. And it wasn't, I, it was February. Yeah. I left so, in March of 2022. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, it's funny because mm-hmm. Hannah, um, I don't know if you want to talk about yeah. your kind of journey in the last sure. like, year or so. This is probably, I mean, I haven't, we haven't talked about it. I don't think it's, I've talked about it much on social media, mostly because I don't really use it as much yeah, as yeah, I yeah. used to, but um, I'm back <laughs> yeah. here. I'm back. I have a job at, at Rooster Teeth again, um, but that's also what's wild. It's like I was gone for just under a year. I think it was like nine months yeah, or 10 months or something. Just long enough to cook another kid. I mean, that's the other <laughs> update for those of you who don't know who I am or um, don't know what I've been up to. Yeah. I mean, I, I worked here for, I worked at Rooster Teeth for about five and a half years, mm-hmm. left um, to go work for the Alamo Draft House, which I love. Lots of shout outs to the folks there. They're amazing. Um, and also in that time had a baby. So I did a that all human, a full on human. person. Tallest um, baby in the world. Tallest baby in the world. Very tall. <laughs> 99th percentile that kid. Um, I'm not particularly tall, so I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Neither is Dan, really. No, like, no, he's not sure. Russell, very yeah. tall. So yeah. I don't know where that came from. Um, but Must yeah, have fed him good. In, yeah, in just, the you know, cooked him up. Um, but yeah, so I, I left, uh, had a child, and like the prodigal daughter have returned um, and am back. Um, and I'm working with all the content teams to make really cool stuff again, which is great. But yeah, it, it wasn't even a full year. Like yeah. that's what's, and you left just after me. Yeah, I left so, in March. I started my wild. job. I literally had my one year anniversary of my current job yesterday. <gasps> so wow. what you're saying is it's time for you to come back. <laughs> it's time for you to come back, baby. Here I am. <laughs> when Hannah came back, I went one down. <laughs> one more to one go. go. <laughs> Listen, I'm open. I'll have my people call your people. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. God, yeah. You had a baby. I did. And he's incredible. He's he pretty, rules. He's pretty great. He's pretty, he's a fun guy. Um, he is a <laughs> real, he's a fun I'm guy. I'm glad you said that though because I, you know, I was going to say, I think he's a real asshole, but you know, that's my opinion. Yeah, he's, he's a, he's so a needy. Yeah, he's very needy. I mean, yeah, he's apparently, you know, he doesn't really pay rent or anything, yeah. but. One day. One day he will. Um, Really a long time from now though. From what <laughs> yeah. I hear, it's not even like it stops when they're 18. You gotta, <laughs> yeah, if yeah, anything, they become more expensive. Right? Yeah, yeah, they uh, keep yeah, requiring Calming. a lot of yeah. upkeep and maintenance yeah. for a long time. But yeah, he's great. He's fun. Um, we don't have to go all into it because I, I mean, I feel like there might be something we'll touch on later. But yeah, um, pregnancy, having a child, being a mother postpartum is wild. I know. It I is. Know. It's yeah. crazy. I am so happy for you guys. And like, it, it just seems like you have this perfect little family <laughs> unit. And it like, I love seeing you guys together too. Uh. It's just still so weird to me yeah. that you, Hannah, yes. someone who is essentially my age, sure, who, yeah. one of my best friends, mm -hmm. has a living, oh, yeah. breathing human <laughs> child, yeah. and you are a mother. Oh, it's mother. A mother. It's, it's hard for me <laughs> to wrap my head around, and I'm the one going home and being like, you, you're, I have to, you're this, I made that. I made you, and you're, you're mine. here. Like, the amount of times we talk about it, we're like, it's just like having a, a random roommate who just showed up. You're like, where, <laughs> who brought you here? Oh, I did? Oh, okay. Oh, I made this? Okay. I brought this into the world? Um, yeah, it's very much a huge shift. And I think, not to make this like the mom show, um, but yeah, I think it's it's interesting because it's something I think you, with you, you know, with all the stuff you've been going through too, it's just like anything as you get older, your perspective shifts Absolutely. and like how you approach things changes. And like, I uh, think the exact same way as I did when I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of you ways. You know, hey, never lose that ways, sparkle. That's yeah. <laughs> in a lot of ways, that's, I think that's also true. But I think it's, uh, I would say like tolerance, just like my tolerance yeah. for things is so different yeah. now. Cause I'm just like, this doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's I'm definitely like, true. It just like, and I think that's, I don't think you have to be a parent to have that. My point is like, I think just part of getting older is that experience of just, you have just a different perspective as you get older in the context for like what works you up or stresses you out or like oh God, what so feels true. important is so different. Just the older you get. Yeah. Um, and so, oh, there's, sorry, Vina. Someone we work with just waving. I know so many people here were like, because Hannah, you're still working yes, mostly remotely. Mostly remote. And yeah. obviously yeah. Meryl hasn't been here in, yeah. in a hot second. So like everyone around the office <laughs> is so excited to see you guys. And we're just like, oh my God, yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah, really it's good like, to <laughs> <laughs> No, it's super but sweet. Yeah, but I feel like you, I mean, both of you, I, th I think that's something where like, you know, the older you get, just your perspective on on things changes. And oh, you don't have to be a parent to have that shift happen. And, you know, you've been through, you've been going through stuff. You got married. There's lots. Of yeah, stuff. yeah. I got married, stuff. met the love of my life. Uh, also named Hannah, conveniently. Also, I, listen, I have a problem I've realized. Um, every <laughs> Hannah that I meet that I'm just like, well, <laughs> God, I got to line you up now. Yep. I add you to my <laughs> Hannah, Hannah for Hannah's. That's uh, beautiful, and perfect. Been yep. workshopping it um, yeah. with Hannah. all the Hannahs. We, <laughs> yeah, we voted. We approved yeah. it. Yeah. Is there more than two? Uh, there's about 17. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> can't okay. keep up, you know, but <laughs> I love them all equally. Name. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Is there a room for a Barbara in your hair? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We can make it work. If, you know, I don't know how yeah. close you are to the name Barbara, but if Hannah Mary, Barbara, maybe, maybe can we get Hannah Barbara. <gasps> you know, that's a there's a, some type of. She's already, in the, she's already there, though. Damn. I know. But yeah. We can kick her out of her. No. Yeah. So I, I mean, we were still doing the show, I think, whenever I met my wife. Um, we met, we met in July of like 2019, uh, got engaged in like September of 2020. Obviously, we're lesbians. Things move very fast. Um, <laughs> yep. And if anything, we were late on getting married. Yeah. Um, we were like six months too late. Behind um, schedule. Yes, yeah. behind schedule com yeah. compared comparatively to uh, the rest of the lesbian population. But um, I still remember when you told me you guys got engaged and I was like, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, oh, really? <laughs> but like you, you were yesterday. <laughs> You guys knew. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. you said you knew, I think, after the first date. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We met and um, immediately I was like, okay, yeah, I want to marry this woman. She's incredible. Um, and I do love her so much. She is the light of my life. Um, so, yeah, we met. We got engaged in September of 2020. And as if the pandemic wasn't bad enough for everyone. Surprisingly, we actually didn't have that bad of a time mm -hmm. during the pandemic. Like, the first year was kind of like, yeah, we're locked up together. We're not leaving our house. It's like, well, what else would we do as lesbians? <laughs> like, we never leave our house anyway. So it's kind of perfect. Um, 
but my wife got diagnosed with ovarian cancer in right. uh, like December of 2020. So like mm. as if the world wasn't bad enough, that happened. And thankfully. that was like the peak of awfulness. Too. Oh, yeah. 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 It was like everything was like so, so bad. And it was just like, all right, like life is truly crashing down. Like we just got engaged. Like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. How are we going to figure this out? Um, so we, thankfully she's completely fine now and she had like a very good, yes, claps to that because it is very, um, had a very good team of doctors taking care of her, thankfully. Um, so she, God, I can't believe I'm talking about it without crying. Thanks, Prozac. (laughs) (laughs) This event is sponsored by Prozac. (laughs) Um, but yeah, she's like super healthy. She's finishing up her last semester of nursing school. She's about to be a labor Mm -hmm. delivery nurse, um, here in Austin Mm -hmm. and she's going to be the best nurse in the world. And, um, yeah, we're like prepping to have a family. We're prepping to do all of these things. Um, yeah, and it's just like you talking about perspective shift is mm-hmm. is so incredible because it's like I feel like you like especially for me it was like I spent so much of like my early 20, early to mid 20s with like everything kind of out of focus and just yeah. being like what yeah. matters? What matters? I don't know. So I guess everything matters yeah. because it's like it's all encompassing and then you get to a point where like it's it's literally like focused it's like a camera focus mm-hmm. and you're like oh shit sure, this is what matters and then I'm mm-hmm. like this is this is what I want to do with my life and like mm-hmm. oh, you know yeah. make sure that um this is like the path that I go down on but um yeah we're 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 fairly happy <laughs> <laughs> got your your pest yeah. your oatmeal and everything yeah o- Odie's going strong uh she's great she's the love of my life and also the worst decision we've ever made. Um, but that's just what happens when you bring a dachshund yeah. into your life. Yeah, um, and then, of course, our fat cat, Cashew, who I obsess love. over and love so much. Um, is that not? Who, yes, is on, on your water yeah, bottle. Water I bottle. said I wasn't going to um, promote any brand except I will promote my cat. <laughs> the brand of Cashew. <laughs> the brand of yeah. Cashew. Um, she's incredible. But yeah, it's just like, I, I don't know. Like people are always like, oh, like how's the first year of marriage? Like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I. I don't know. Like we've been married now for a year. Because um, you guys got married January twenty January twenty two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I don't know, dude. I get to hang out with my best friend like every day and I get to come home and we hang out and we like just have the best time together. Mm-hmm. And I literally like What more could you ask for? What more yeah, what mm-hmm. more could you ask for? Um, there's nothing better. I mean yeah. So yeah, goals. Hashtag relationship goals. Um, yeah. I don't know if you'd be open to talking about this, but something you guys were mentioning was starting a family yes. at some point. Um, and you told me something that's very interesting, but also infuriating. <gasps> yes. Uh, in terms of like when you're in a same sex couple. Yes. And one of you, you know, is carrying ch- yeah. the child and then gives birth. And the process of that how essentially the other one of you has to adopt your own child. Yeah. So basically uh, when I was still at Rooster Teeth, we went underwent um, like an IVF retrieval. So basically because Hannah no longer has ovaries, um, I went ahead and we did an, a retrieval for, for my ovaries. And so we have like frozen embryos ready to go basically to pop one in. She's, she's still <laughs> like a pill. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Um, she's still able to carry thankfully um, her, type of cancer like wasn't affecting her uterus so she was able to like keep that and whatnot but um yeah so our baby will be biologically my child okay um but hannah will carry it we have we just got have like an anonymous sperm donor um and i have to adopt uh my child um in order to be legally recognized as a parent even, even though, though I am it's your the DNA, biological like parent. literally yeah um so i always like to make this joke that hannah hates in which i'm like if you piss me off that's not my baby <laughs> that, take me to court that is not my baby i'm their adoptive mother <laughs> um but yeah it's terrible we've actually talked yeah. to like hannah and dan about this um mm-hmm. about like because everyone just kind of accepts this as it's like yeah. oh yeah this is just this is just what you have to go through. I'm like, but like someone should do something about it. Yeah, and like right. it shouldn't, cause it's, it's not the case in, um, like surrogacy in, well, in surrogacy, you do have like, I, there's a bunch of legal paperwork. I'm sure that has to go through all of that. But like, if the same were true for a straight couple, mm-hmm. so like, let's say, um, you know, a man was, uh, like couldn't mm. produce sperm and, but he, so they get a sperm donor and then like the wife is where they use her egg. Um, he does not have to adopt the baby. Like he just and he doesn't even have yeah any genetics in play right with that even right right. So it's like a very like I don't know homophobic sexist misogynistic law mm-hmm. misogynistic law and it sucks. Um and 
Yeah, it's really fucked up. <laughs> it's so fucked up. I, yeah. I was flabbergasted yeah. when you told me. It's, like, yeah. Surely that is incorrect. Yeah. It's it's one of yeah. those things too that like whenever um, like parental rights, I, you know, I don't fucking I went to film school. I don't know math and I don't know the law. Um, <laughs> so I'm always breaking and entering and um, <laughs> stealing avocados from HEV. Just kidding. How much could an avocado cost? I can't do math. Yeah, yeah. I can't do yeah. math. I don't yeah. know. They should be free. They, um, they are should be fruits free. of our land. Exactly. A hundred percent. But yeah, it's just like all of these legalities and it also varies from state to state. So yeah. like some family lawyers will be like, oh, well, like if you're doing it in like California, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's a little bit more lax. But like in terms of having like mm. coverage throughout, like, you know, if something were to happen to Hannah or if something were to yeah, happen to me, right. like whatever, like our the legitimacy of our like uh, parental rights being up to um, decision <sighs> of a court is like insane. And there's already been precedent set with like um, people like women losing their like rights to their children and like them getting granted to donors who like oh were God. like, yo, I just in a cup anonymously like that. I did not sign up. <laughs> Literally for this. didn't even uh, want the child. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's crazy. We're like still in the process of like figuring out timing and everything. Um, but that's one of the things that's going to have to be on our list, which sucks because it's just like, it, it yeah. shouldn't be, it shouldn't have to be right. something that we have to think about. Something that you could do and you have like everything you need to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just like, shoot it up and let's go. We got a baby. I don't know. I think that's how it works. That's that's how it works. Uh, Snort (laughs) the sperm up your nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't know. We'll we'll do some witchcraft. We haven't learned. We haven't had sex out here. Yeah, no, not on this show. It's Texas. Uh, Not on this show. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we never talk about sex on our show. (laughs) Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's, it's been a crazy whirlwind of a time, but also like, um, I, I, there, we spent so much time, I think obviously because of the, pandemic and um hannah being so busy with Mm -hmm. school like just kind of like stuck at home just like not doing too much so we're really looking forward to um her finishing at the end of uh the semester and then just being like okay like we can live our lives and like see where that takes us i was gonna ask do you think you guys are gonna have like any sort of i think they call it like a baby moon where it's Mm. like you go on a trip or you do something big before deciding to have your first child. Yeah, we, we've talked about it. Um, we're going to go see Taylor Swift. And <laughs> so perfect that's, baby that's like the graduation present because we got floor seats. <gasps> is, it, is it you oh. and Hannah that are fans? Yeah, right? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Hannah is the ultimate diehard fan. Yeah. I mean, she's been going to see Taylor Swift since she was like a kid. Oh my gosh. Um, and then I got indoctrinated um, yes, into okay. the cult of Swift. As, the, and, as happens. Uh, I will admit it. <laughs> I admit it myself. Oh my I suck. I used to be a big Taylor Swift hater. So oh. don't go looking in my tweets. I deleted them all. <laughs> she can't possibly know that you used to She hate can't her. possibly know. I will be banned from the You will not stadium. trace it back you to me. You cannot trace it back oh to me. Oh my gosh. Um, I, listen, I, and I think I said this before on the show because I started like really getting into my, my Swifty phase um, in like 2019, I think. <laughs> um, my hate for Taylor Swift was internal misogyny okay mm-hmm. was it and that's what it was I, I do you what do you feel about taylor Swift? i you know do you have gun- <laughs> mariel's got like a gun to my head um i think she is great i'm like looking at mariel like i'm gonna get punched <laughs> i i have truly i'm like i why am i stammering i'm like nervous i'm like so scared say it. the swifties are gonna no i actually like i just do, i like i think her music is great i don't honestly no most of my consumption of, twi- of taylor swift media is like twift twifty media <laughs> twitter no um is via my friends who are big swifties so like yeah. i see it through the lens of like mariel yeah. um and like other people who are very big into yeah. her um i know like barbara badour badour i was gonna say barbara yes. like yeah, yeah they're was all very sweet and offered us yeah. uh tickets whenever she was like we weren't sure if we were going to get them but we got the four oh, seats wow. we're going to do it all the way to fucking Seattle do it but we're wow going. that's yeah. fun though yeah, yeah. It's, it's a trip it's, great. it's yeah. a fun trip yeah. but yeah no I mean like I feel like I, I am just like a you know just a casual couch fan <laughs> of her work I'm like yes well done I watched I, her documentary yeah oh like I like her I enjoy her music I yeah. think her as a person is fantastic yeah but I'm like I don't know the lore. I, I don't. What, know. That's the lore that's I know is through the Taylor. Is through the Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kaylor specifically. Yeah. I've all my. Um, I only know about Kaylor because of you guys, yeah, of course. Yeah. Because here's yeah. the thing: Taylor Swift is a woman who likes women, and 
I, I mean, I've talked to Griff at length yeah. about this. Yes. I think she has a PowerPoint presentation. Oh, yeah. About- I think she got that for me, actually. Oh. Um, but I, yes, we have uh, my good friend Hillary um, created like an 86 page oh my God. PDF <gasps> slideshow. Um, like of proof, essentially. Or yes, like that's literally, that I think it's called like Taylor Swift is a lesbian. I have evidence for days. <laughs> By and we're not trying and to, Nolan. This is not like outing people. No, this is no. purely just like it's just for funsies. Ba- and based on listen, Taylor own- Swift is outing herself. Have you seen <laughs> anything that this woman has? Put I mean, out? if you have eighty six pages, it's it, wow. hard to rebut. That's it dense. Is, that's yeah. a lot. That is. Lot. I think the Constitution yeah. is less. That's. Is it? I don't know. Again, I, I don't know the law. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I know it's important. That's a that's a that's a dense PowerPoint. That's dense, that's and it's dense. and it's also. Um, I will say it's not up to date. It needs to be updated with some more damning Does. evidence. But let me tell you. Okay, here's it's Carly Kloss, right? Carly Kloss, like yeah, one of the people. But Diana Agron, um, mm, she Carly Kloss. Yeah, she has a type. Hot, hot blondes. Yeah. Hot blondes. Um, watch out. Yeah. Was- <laughs> <laughs> watch out. Watch out, Trevor. Um, but they, there is just like so many little pieces of evidence that mm-hmm. like, that play off of like, either she's like incredibly good at queer baiting, which mm-hmm. I just don't think yeah. um, that she would go that far yeah. to do that. I don't think she would do it on purpose. No. no. Or, and like, or she's gay and there's no other option. <laughs> Yeah, there are two. There are two wolves inside Taylor Swift. <laughs> one is queer baiting, and one is just a raging homosexual. Wish wolf will win. But wow. like, I will say, yeah. I do truly believe that she's in love with Joe Alwyn. I do think that they're together. Mm-hmm. I do think that they're happy together. I'm just saying, like, there are people who are like yeah. crazy on the spectrum of sure. like, um, like the QAnons of the Swifty world <laughs> of like. Oh no, she is like she's still engaged, or she's like married to Carly Kloss, like oh secretly. Gosh. Blah blah blah. I'm like, wow. I don't believe all that. Oh, I wow. believe she has had relationships with women. Yes, I believe that she has had um, very intimate relationships with women and sings about that in her mm. songs mm. and does it in a way that's like wink, wink. Just kidding. But am I? Mm. I don't know. Is a joke unless it's a joke <laughs> unless you want to kiss. <laughs> well, I know that there's like even songs where like the rhyme for it would have been like a very easy yes. rhyme, but she switches things. Um, yeah. Uh, what is it? The why am I blinking on the song? Um, We're gonna take. She's away. got a last night. Card. Or, God, yeah. yeah it, 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 she's yes, running anyway. interference on you right yeah, now. She's, she's like, got. Oh, there's oh, a oh, scramble the brain. Yes. No. And there's so there's one specific thing that comes to mind um, that's not in the document I will be sending you all after. Um, <laughs> I can't that's, wait. If you're homework for two, I'm yeah, going to make homework. my son watch it yes, just to get him started done. early. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Honestly, actually, I do have a video of Hannah playing that's Taylor true. Swift to Alice when we yeah, babysat. That's true. <laughs> Did he enjoy it? Was he, he bouncing he about? It. Oh, he, he loved love it. it. Yeah. He, he's also obsessed with Hannah. Though. He is. Um, but who wouldn't be? I mean, yeah, I feel like true. Hannah has like the child, like she, yeah. she's like the child whisperer. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Totally I is. am fully confident in like my ability to become a mother because she like is yes. a, a savant with children. Um, so but there's this. I mean, per- so are you. Not that great, honestly. Like I, I stumble my way through, and like I've been very lucky with like my nieces and nephews and being close to them and like figuring out how to do that. But um, I, yeah, I just I'm very lucky to have her by my side. And as we like enter this new journey, wow, um, so beautiful. You're like, but, but back to Taylor. But Swift. back to Taylor Swift and why she's uh, a queer woman. I'm not going to say she's a lesbian because I don't think she's a lesbian. I'm just mm-hmm. saying she's a queer woman, 100. Um, in the Reputation Tour, which you can watch on Netflix, uh, live at on the Reputation Tour, there's this song that she has called Dress. Uh-huh. Dress. Okay. I need you to listen to that song, uh-huh. and I need you to listen to Dancing With Our Hands Tied, okay. because she makes references. Play it. She makes references about Dress. like- And what was the second song? Uh, Dancing With Our Hands Tied. Mm-hmm. Dancing With Our Hands Tied. Okay. Dancing With Our Hands Tied. I loved you in secret. Mm. Oh, Okay. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the rest of the words because again, she's scrambling my brain right now. She's like, shut up. You're telling them too much. Um, I mean, we are putting you on the spot. Yeah, so that's true. Like, yeah, yeah. But there's just like a lot of references and like things that you're like, if you're like a woman who has loved women in secret, uh-huh. you're like this bitch, she's got my number. Mm-hmm. This song is about me. Did I write it? You I ghost think wrote I did. it. Mm-hmm. I ghost wrote it. I think I might have. Um, but anyway, so then there's a, another song dress um, that everyone says they think is written about Carly Kloss. Um, and there's a, particular line that she says like uh i don't want you as a best friend mm. it's like taylor swift we ha- we know that she's been with all of these men that's like the whole thing sure she is our modern day evelyn hugo 
like she's her autobiography is going to come out when she's 70 and we're going to be like, yeah, we all knew it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you. We, we've been new. We've been new. But in dress in the reputation tour, she is performing the song and then having um, dancers on the stage, the colors, which no offense to all good, no worries. Um, very lesbian palette right here, by the Ooh, way. I don't know if you know that's this. That's not an offense. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's yeah. a very good... It's like yellow, pink, and white, right? <laughs> I mean, we're, we're... That is us. <laughs> um, but like the colors that are flashing on the screen are like literally like the lesbian flag. And then at the end, um, she has like a, a thing that comes up that's like talking about the style of dance mm. and like the particular mm. like dance moves and like dance method that's that was performed for that particular song was created by a lesbian woman. And she's like, shout out to this big old gay bee. Thanks for dancing this way. <laughs> gay. There you go. Gay, 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 gay. All the there evidence is there. Jury's still out. Jury, no, jury's in. Jury's in. <laughs> gay. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Guilty of gay. So you guys have the, the concert coming up in Seattle. Yes. I, I'm not going to any of the shows, but. No. It was. I'm I would sure not. I'll see about here's it. the thing. I would not take a ticket from a true Swiftie. Yes, like, I would feel I that. Yeah, too I, could, I would not be. I would not be deserving of it. I would not uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Enough. Uh, let me tell you that yeah. the Ticketmaster fiasco. Oh, wow, that was wild. Was did you guys were you affected by that? Or oh what? my god, I. The reason I say we're it as going, if it's like a natural disaster. You guys it was. It absolutely was not. One of the worstest countries I've ever seen. Um, oh my god! But we tried to get tickets to Chicago. That didn't work. Mm. Um, I was like literally sobbing. Oh, just make at sure my you desk. go the right day if you go to. Oh Chicago. God, <laughs> we're not going to Chicago. And thanks for bringing up my trauma. <laughs> do you uh, know about that? Right? I do. Yeah, the fucking Hamilton show. Yeah. Jesus. Went to the uh, Chicago the wrong, <laughs> weekend. <laughs> the wrong weekend, and I was like, "What the fuck am I doing here?" Um, no, I have literally every time I look at every like confirmation, I'm always like, "Okay, it's this day. I'm going to be in Seattle for a Taylor Swift." Okay, um, but no, I try to get tickets to the Chicago show. Could not. Okay, so it's a whole saga and we can get into it or we cannot. I'm going to get into it. Um, <laughs> we were using our friends, uh, a friend of a friend's, um, uh, what's the credit? Just not Discover, uh, Capital One card okay. because they were having a Capital One presale. Mm, that's right. And that's she, right. so like this Fancy. friend of a friend was like, here's this card number, whatever. And I was like, oh, got it. I'm going to be at home. I'm going to like try and get the tickets. Um, log in with her thing. Everything is good. I'm able to like get the tickets, but then it's like, oh, we're going to text you a code. Oh no. Um, so like you have like five minutes to put this code in. So like I'm panicking because I don't have this friend of a friend's contact info oh and I'm like gosh. texting my friends and I'm like, I need you to get the card. Like I need you to get the number and they're all busy. And so oh, finally no. um, they're like, here's her number. And so I call her. She doesn't answer. I text her. I'm like, hey, it's me. It's Mariel. Um, I need the car. I need your, I need the code. Like <laughs> this is an emergency. Like, I have five seconds. Oh Give me the God. fucking code. And finally she texts me the code and literally it's 20 seconds too late and, oh, no. get, and the tickets are gone. No. And so I was like screaming and sobbing and I was so upset because like as much as I want to see Taylor Swift, like I really want to see Taylor Swift with Hannah. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm sure you knew like the importance. Yes. Of it, and it was like going to be great. Stuff. And it was going to, it's like good timing because she's been having like such a busy schedule with mm -hmm. school and she'll be done and it'll be a great celebration. So I was just like, I fucked it all up. It's over. Like it's done. And then, so I'm like scream crying, like literally sobbing on the phone to Aww. my wife, Hannah. And I'm like, um, to this wife, Hannah, not yeah, to my other wife. To me. Both your wives. Yeah, yeah, both my wife, She Hannah. had us both yeah, yeah. On, <laughs> conference on, call. A, on a three-way call. Yes. And uh, I was just like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I was like, I fucking had them and they're gone. And I like, I cannot get any more tickets. Like oh we're fucked. God. It's over. And she was just like, no, it's not. <gasps> it's not over yet because- uh, the West Coast times don't, the West Coast doesn't go on sale yet for another hour. She was like, I'm on my way home from class. We're getting tickets. So this bitch comes in. Sorry, I don't mean bitch because I'm like, I should say witch because I'm truly- Love of your life. Whenever I am married to a crystal girly, I am married to a zodiac, <laughs> an astrology girly, I'm married I to- I yeah. love that, by the way. For yes. my birthday, you yeah. guys came to, it, like uh, we met up at a bar and she brought me a little birthday gift and oh, it was yeah. like a bunch of crystals. Yeah. And she's like, this crystal does this. And yes, this is that. I'm incredible. like- <gasps> I love it. <laughs> um, she's like, we're going to get these tickets. And she's like, don't worry about it. Everything always works out. It's going to work out. We're going to be fine. No, it was like panicking. And I literally had to go and like get my prescription Xanax and to pop one because I was like, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go comatose. I don't know how to handle myself right now. Yeah. I was so upset. 
And we both get on it. She has her laptop. I have my laptop. And it's like, okay, three, two, one, counting down, blah, blah, blah. And we're like frantically kicking, clicking. She gets two clicks in. She's like, all right, we got these floor seats. Do you think we should go with those? And I was just like, I fucking love you. And I hate you at the same time because like <laughs> I am so lucky that I get to spend my life with you. But I'm also like very scared and intimidated because like you just you are that. very powerful. Yeah. <laughs> she's not yeah. of this earth. But anyway, I mean, all that's something to, say. to say for manifesting, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, she we are going to have our we are already living our dream life because that's Aww. she's so great at um at making everything we ever could ever want happen. Amazing. But um anyway, enough about my perfect wife and Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Who should be one and the same. It's, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I yeah. Hot blondes. I don't know. What, what can I say? My you and Taylor Swift both have the same time. Yeah, we have apparently. the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah I guess so. Taylor, yeah. call me up. Lots in common. <laughs> yeah. It's getting to the point in Texas where you pretty much need to be in sunglasses every time you go outside. But it's been really hard for me to find a go-to pair of sunglasses that aren't constantly getting tangled in my hair. I got a lot of hair. Luckily, our friends at Shady Rays have a new tangle-free aviator that has a patent-pending nose piece that they designed specifically to avoid tangling. I, of course, have them with me because I never leave my house without these sunglasses. As I said, they don't tangle. They have this little nose piece that doesn't get caught in your hair. It's wonderful for anyone who ever puts their sunglasses on top of their head or anywhere within their hair range. They know what I'm talking about, and these are incredible. They never get tangled, so I just slide them back on my face. No problems, and doesn't ruin my hairstyle either. Plus, Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked. And if you don't love your pair, you could exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Head to ShadyRays.com slash TangleFree and use the code OPEN for 30% off their best-selling tangle-free aviators and much more. Save before they sell out and try for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Back to the show. I feel like my shopping list is never empty. First, I'm out of paper towels, then I run out of trash bags, then I need groceries, and the list just goes on and on. It's time to stop spending your hard-earned money without getting anything in return, and that's where Ibotta comes in. With Ibotta, you can earn cash back on every shopping trip, and it's so easy to set up. All you have to do is enter your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop, and you could get cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. Plus, the average Ibotta user earns $120 a year in real cash back. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. As I mentioned before, I use Ibotta for almost everything. I go grocery shopping all the time and get cash back on everything I buy. It's literally the easiest thing ever. You don't even have to think about it. It's essentially free money. What more can I say? <laughs> right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code OPEN when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use the code OPEN. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use the code OPEN. Now back to the show. I've never experienced anything like that. No. Um, in terms no. of trying to get tickets to something so bad and having that much demand. Yes. Yeah. It was insane. You know, that's what I feel when I see the Taylor Swift girlies like losing their, you know, whole life over yeah. that kind of stuff. I'm like, I wish I cared about anything. That's the yeah. thing. It's like, I almost like want to get into me too. I'm like, like the Swifty. Yeah. There's just like, I feel like I just to feel like so passionate. To feel that. Yes. I want to feel alive. <laughs> yeah. You know? Or dead. Or dead. It goes the wrong way. But like, yeah, I'm like, I wish I was interested in anything that yeah. intensely. The highs are highs and the lows are lows. I'm like lows. trying to, I'm like, I don't think I do. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't have that. Yeah. I would, you know, I didn't think that either. Yeah. Um, And then this whole thing happened. And like, at the end of the year, you know, when like Spotify does like their wrapped, I feel like I try, mm -hmm. I like listen, mm -hmm. I like to listen to a lot of like different genres of mm -hmm. music every year since like 2019. It does not matter. Taylor Swift is always my top. She off. has top. you in a chokehold. She does. She yeah. absolutely has me in a chokehold. And yeah. I. You're I okay with it. You're just okay I mean, with it. Yeah. I think she's so incredibly deserving of the success she's. Oh, had. yeah. She's yeah. got, I mean, she's, she's, she's been through so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I think for me, it was. Now going back because I like whenever 1989 came out, I bought that album. It was the first Taylor Swift album I bought. And I was like, oh my God, okay. I actually like Taylor Swift. 
And then, uh, what was it? I think Reputation came out. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, she's in her flop era, obviously. <laughs> now I go back and listen to Reputation. I was like, what was I thinking? Like, who was I? I don't even like that People person change. anymore. <laughs> That's something I it's think true. is like, yeah. uh, um, I, I want to talk about that more on the show in general. Mm. But like, you know, we started this show always open in 2016. God. And thinking about Gosh, yeah. the c- types of conversations we used to have and the types of ways that even I would speak about things. Yeah. I look back and I cringe sometimes. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Just like, I'm such a different person now and my tastes have changed. Even now you saying like you used to hate Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. And now you're like sobbing because you couldn't get tickets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's 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 crazy. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine going back and like listening to our first episodes and being mm. like, what of my opinion? Because my worldview has shifted mm. so, so, so much yeah. on so many different things on like things I wouldn't have even expected. And I think that's also like a wonderful thing about getting into a relationship with someone who you just like love and trust mm. so deeply because you're like, oh, like a whole new world of opportunities can open up. Oh, yeah. Um, when you have that much like security of just mm. like, oh, like there's things I never thought I could do because I have this person who's being like, fuck, yeah, go do it. Like, why not? Yeah, mm. and that's uh, that's the way it should be. Yeah. Should have someone who's has your back. Always. All the time. Your number one fan. Yeah. yeah. Like Dan. <laughs> Dan, <laughs> Dan, exactly. Dan, the fan. It's uh, a, yeah. you know, before we, we um, took always open off the air we had like a whole episode of you talking about like how Dan proposed to mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And now proposal. you guys have a baby. Now we have a, now we have a child. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's so true because I think, I think to your point, Muriel, like when you're with, when you're in a secure relationship in a relationship where you feel totally supported, you're able to be yourself. Yeah. Like you're able mm-hmm. to be the person that you really are at your core. Cause you don't feel like you have to, perform for anybody and you don't feel like you know there's always someone who's going to be there to support you and that sort of level of security I feel like just translates to everything you do in your life you just have this base level of like I know what is it like it if uh, if Hannah has a million fans, I'm, I, <laughs> yes. I'm one of them. If yes. she has no, if she yeah, has no I'm fans, dead. I'm dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's how I feel about a Hannah, your wife. Um, but yeah, I think it's that. It's that feeling of like knowing you have that that level of support. It just gives you this center to move through life in that just yeah. keeps you really. You're just kind of like you can handle a lot more, I think, when you have that. And I think we're all very fortunate, the three of us at this table, to have people like that in our lives. Absolutely. You know, I know that's the case with you and Trevor and with you and Hannah. Dude, so we, Every day, Trevor and I look at each other and go, I'm so glad I don't have to date anymore. Oh my God, yeah. Dan oh, and I have said so that too. I'm so glad I don't have to go through yeah. that process anymore. Like, yeah. Yeah. never again. To yeah. anyone out yeah. there doing it, we see <laughs> you. I, yeah, and we get tons luck, of soldier. questions yeah. into the we show talking you. about it, which, by the way, if you have a question for yeah. us on Always Open, you could email alwaysopen at roosterteeth.com. You know the address. Um, Before we get into our question, I do want to talk about one more thing, which we've talked about before the show, which is, I don't know if it's a theory or whatever it is, but it's the Kiki and Booba, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. if you've never heard of this, it's essentially like two different shapes. Mm -hmm. One is like a spiky kind of star shape and one is kind of a blobby kind of flowery shape. Yeah, like, yeah, more. And you could probably guess which one's Kiki, which one's Booba. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kiki is the star one. Booba is the kind of more. You kind of have some Kikis and Boobas. Yeah, actually. And it was basically like, I think it was a a visual study where they showed people Mm -hmm. the two shapes and said, which one is Booba, which one's Kiki. And like, almost by and large, everybody always said the spiky one is Kiki, the curvy one is Booba. Like, Mm -hmm. it was just naturally how people categorized them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And there were there's at least one video I saw and we've all seen, I don't know, there's probably plenty of them now of a woman on TikTok explaining how she feels people can be classified as Specifically like male, yes. um, pe- male identifying people. Yeah, mask, yeah. Um, which I think is so true. But for, for women, I have such a hard time identifying. Like I look at you guys, I'm like, I don't, I, you're not Kiki or Booba. <laughs> We're Boogie. <laughs> you're Bukaki. a little bit of <laughs> but there was this girl talking about how yeah. like she has figured it out that mm-hmm. she is attracted to men that are more like booba. Mm-hmm. So like guys that are a little bit more not chubby or necessarily like any type of like body type, but it's like more of a facial feature, like softer, mm-hmm. softer, more mm-hmm. rounded nose, yeah. like rounded features yeah. or something. Um, versus like Timothy Chalamet, who's a kiki. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's very spiky. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, spiky boy. <laughs> I definitely and. I don't know if this is just because I like don't experience, um, you know, romantic or sexual attraction to men, but I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, men, two buckets. That's it. That's all you need for men. But I'm like, <laughs> women, I need 37 million buckets yeah. to like yeah. be able to like, blah, 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 you know, kind of yeah. separate because I'm like, I feel like with men, 
um, I can instantly be like, oh yeah, like you're this kind, like this is what I think of you. Mm -hmm. But when I think of like a, a woman and I try to put her in that kind of like two bucket perspective, I'm like, there's, I need more buckets. Like <laughs> I, or you're like a mix of things. You're 50% this, or you're like, you're 75% Kiki, but I know you got some booba in you. You got some booba in you. <laughs> there was also another one I saw where it was like, men could either be like rats oh, or- All men are rats. <laughs> I've never heard this Except one. if you're watching the show. You you're not adventure. a rat. What's the other one? Um, it's rats or what? It's like a bear or something. Like it's like a, a basically like, okay. I, I'll need to look it up yeah. to see what the other one was. But like you could look at a, a guy and be like, you're a rat boy. <laughs> versus <laughs> Eric like, Bedore. Eric Bedore. <laughs> yeah. Most yeah. obvious. Uh, He's a rat man. man. Rat man. Rat man. man. Sorry. Me. Sorry, rat um, man. Versus like, it's more, I like, again, it's Kiki Booba. I think yeah. it's very similar. Like a little more sharp. Versus That's a little so more soft round. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It's, we were trying to come up. I would love for people to get in the comments and tell us who from like a female identifying, if they have an idea of who would be Booba or Kiki. Because yeah. we were trying to like pinpoint before the show started. We're you like, had a good one. I was like, Kristen Stewart to me might be Kiki. Kiki. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I would love to know people's points of view. You know when you're in a situation like this and you can't think of an example of yeah. any celebrity? Yeah, like, I'm like, name a female celebrity for a dollar. Oprah Winfrey? Booba or Kiki? I would love to know. Um, yeah. I would say she's Booba. Yeah, she's Booba yeah, she, sure. But see, now you're like, okay, she's Booba. Well, yeah, but I'm but like, I don't know her. Kiki. I need to get to know her to like, mm, yeah. I can't, I'm not going to judge a book by its cover. I'm not going to judge a Maybe it's like, a Booba. Maybe Booba by its Booba. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's because like, maybe when we're talking about Booba and Kiki, what she's really talking about is like the female gaze mm -hmm. where like the male gaze for women is, you know, I, we, we all kind of generally know what that's like. That's more to the Boobas. <laughs> there you go. But maybe maybe Booba and Kiki is is a way of contextualizing the female gaze for men in particular. It's possible. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Maybe that's why it feels like it skews more towards men. Yeah, I feel like I want to look it up. But yeah, if yeah. you're listening to this, you should definitely check out the B B Kiki and Booba. I said BB <laughs> and Kuka. Kiki Kuka. BB Kuka. <laughs> uh, please, yeah. I would love to know people's uh, thoughts Absolutely. on Booba and Kiki. Well, let's get into, get into some questions. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start things off with a little bit of a, a shorter one. Okay. Um, we do have some long questions that we will hopefully get to as well. Yeah. But this one should be an easy one, I think, for mm. us to talk about. So this reads... Does anyone have advice on how to cope with your closest friend having a child? <laughs> it's hard to process that things will never be the same. And I feel like we will inevitably become distant when she is too busy being a mom. Weirdly, I feel betrayed. I know that doesn't make sense. I've mostly internally been having, or sorry, I've mostly internally been a huge brat about this and find it difficult to be happy for her. Oh yeah, and she lives in China and I live in the US, so we really depend on good communication. I hope our conversations don't turn into 100% baby news. Help. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, as someone with an eight-month-old, um, no, I actually would love, I think this is a great one for you both to give perspective on, um, but I can speak from the perspective of the new mom. What I think I would say to this person is like, know that this probably, your friend is probably worried about this too. Like, yeah. that, I think that that's something like, new moms, especially like, I don't know this mom, like uh, we don't, I don't know anything about what she is going through on her side, but like, if she doesn't have friends with babies, like that was kind of an experience for me, but almost none of my friends have babies. So I felt very like isolated of like, oh my God, I'm going to get left behind. Like all my friends are going to be out doing like stuff I was able to do a year ago. Mm. And then I'm going to be home, like never seeing the light of day ever again. Were you ever worried that like you would I'm not going to, this is the no. bad word for it, but like bore people oh. with like baby talk or like talks about like yeah. well, things I that mean, you guys are dealing with. And, and this kind of goes back to what we were talking at the top of the top of the show, which is that like, I think it's just also recognizing like people grow and change and different seasons of your life mean you're going to have different things going on. And like, I very much, it's interesting because too, like I think the fear that like your conversations are only going to be about her being a mom or like baby talk that's actually something that I, like, a big thing, at least for me, I don't know that all new moms or new parents struggle with this, but it's, like, loss of identity. Like, right. the idea of, like, now you're viewed as your child's mother or right. your, it's, like, something you, like, when you get married, like, you're suddenly, like, that person's partner or that person's spouse, and suddenly you're that kid's mom. But you're still a person, and I think that that's something I really was anxious about was, like, 
I don't want to lose who I am. I'm like, I, it's something we've also talked about. Like, I'm like, I'm still young. Like, <laughs> I'm still I, hip. I still have like my best years of my life, I hope. Like, Absolutely. Um, you know, and I think that that's the kind of thing that, where I'm, I would wager your friend doesn't want all of her conversations to exclusively be about her child. Like, and, and, and to that effect, like, especially if you're not someone with a baby, mm-hmm. like, I also think you can steer that conversation. Like you can. Yeah, she probably wants to hear yeah, about what's going on hear. with your life. For and like sure. Maybe not to escape necessarily, but N- just to to be like she wants to be able to experience like her friendships that she had prior to her baby being in her life. Yeah. But I won't lie and say like I think I think it's important to have um, empathy for her and Absolutely. like meet her where she is because depending on what support she has in her life. Like I can say as someone who like childcare is really difficult, like especially if you're working full time, like trying to juggle this completely new part of your life that is extremely demanding and overwhelming and exhausting depending on how old they are and like how much sleep you're getting. Um, You know, you kind of just for the short term have to like meet her where she is, especially when you have like such a tough time zone difference too. Like I think it's just like being really intentional about the time you do have together and probably just, I don't know what your relationship is with her, but being like, being candid about like some of your anxieties, being like, I really value your friendship and like, I want to make sure we stay close. And like, I recognize that means we may not have the same amount of like right. time together. And like, I want to support you. Um, but like, but, it's like, really, I still want to talk about, yeah, it's know, really important that I get to like check in with you on things. Like, I love your kid and I'm like super happy for you, even if you're not. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, you know, but like, and I think you will over time. Like, I think, it's also fair, and then I want to hear your guys' perspective on this, but like, you know, I also think it's the illusion that a lot of media portrays around parenthood. It was something I struggled with, and I've been really open about the fact that I had horrible postpartum depression. So like, yeah. I also don't know, your friend might really need someone to talk to her about stuff that isn't about her baby or just someone like to to engage with her and keep her, you know, um, depending on what she's going through. But like, it's a period where you are going through so much and it's, can be very overwhelming and um, having people who are willing to like give you the space to like deal with the huge amount of change you're going through um, and knowing they're going to be there for you, even if that means you don't have the same, like you're just not going to see each other as often or have the ability to like connect, but that doesn't mean you don't care about each other and that you're not interested in them and what's going on in their life. It's just, it's a huge adjustment period for the people having the child and it's going to have a huge impact on their relationships. There's just no, there's no two oh, yeah. two ways around it. Like it's just, that's just part of the, it impacts everybody in their life. Oh yeah. Um, and so I think just being patient with her as she kind of navigates this like new period in her life, that's probably pretty challenging. And that was what I was going to say is like, I think there's societally like this impression of like, when you have a baby, you're just like so obsessed with like being a parent and like you're so in love with like your baby. Your like personality I was like, I don't know this guy. Like when, <laughs> When he, when we brought him home, I was like, who is this? Like, where There's did he come from? a stranger in our yeah, house. I, I don't want like, anyone to be alarmed or yeah, anything. Yeah, I was like, I don't know him. Like, I got to get to know him. Like, I got to figure out who he is. Like, yeah. I had a much longer period of like getting, just me adjusting to being a mom. Sure. Um, so it's normal. I would say it's also normal for a friend to feel like they have an adjustment period of like, understanding their friend as a mom like you were talking about it's like weird to look at me and be like she has you are a mother you're a yeah you're a mother Mother. (laughs) like yeah (laughs) whenever uh you because so fun fact whenever hannah um came she came over to our house to tell us that she was pregnant Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and basically to tell us that she wasn't coming to our wedding yeah it was was very Uh, upsetting and like i remember her sitting and sobbing on the couch and i was like this is so fucking exciting. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like I could literally not think of two better people to bring a yeah. child into this world than oh, like absolutely. Hannah and Dan. Um, and like ever since then, H- Hannah, my wife and I would always just say, ah, Hannah McCarthy, a mother. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, mother, I mother. would be curious for you guys. Like if you have, I know you have other friends who have kids. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how many, I don't know if I'm like one of the, one of the, Fewer amongst You're your friends. You're one of the very few. Yeah, because like yeah. I said, I didn't have friends who had kids when I had yeah. had a kid. Really, yeah. I had like one or two, but they also weren't here. They're not like one with of my me. best friends back home, back in Ottawa. She has three children. Wow. Damn. Um, but like we don't really keep in touch very much, other yeah. than like the occasional Facebook message. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not. Hard. Yeah. Um, but I love hearing about her kids. Yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. But I think it also depends on 
the relationship you have with your friends. Yeah. Because obviously I think any relationship or friendship should be very balanced mm-hmm. in the sense of like being able to talk about yourself and what's going on, mm-hmm. but also like caring and being um, interested in what your friend has going on. And I think obviously, as you said, this mm-hmm. is a massive life change. Yeah. yeah. And I think like respecting the fact that your friend is going through this and might just be like, just needs an outlet to talk about these things yeah. Yeah. to somebody and being excited for her. Um, That's a, I, I think about a lot when like I have friends who have kids in like very different stages mm-hmm. of life. And I have like nieces and nephews who mm-hmm. are like babies to like, you know, preteens. And so like, I've gotten experience with people having kids from like a lot of different ranges, but I feel <laughs> God, I miss that. <laughs> it's, it's probably in here, but we hear Achievement Hunter screaming somewhere yeah, nearby. Like, it's, it's surprisingly soundproof. It's like, yeah, yeah, I can yeah. like hear it's it fairly. Um, but I think especially like, and you can attest to this, mm-hmm. I'm sure, like that phase of life of having a new baby and bringing it home is like you have essentially, and I don't mean this in a negative way. I just don't know what a, a different way to say mm-hmm. it, but like, you've ruined your life. Like yep. you have completely ruined like the life that you were living and you are now creating a new life. And mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that it's a bad life right. by any means, but like the yeah, life that, that you gone. had before is gone forever yeah. for the rest of your life. You are no longer that person mm-hmm. um, because you now have like something that you must take care of yeah. and like something that's so demanding and so um, like takes so much out of you that like, you're like, this is all, this is mm-hmm. all consuming because it's it all is. your perspective. Because like, yeah, yeah I mean, you like, uh, people don't talk about enough like what moms go through oh, and like yeah. postpartum and how like fucking scary that can be and how mm-hmm. I'm sure isolating it mm-hmm. feels and like oh, yeah. there's so many yeah you you always hear about the like the beautiful side <laughs> of like parenting and it's like yeah but like, you also have to remember like you're bringing home this like tiny little alien who's just like <laughs> yelling at you and screaming at you and shitting and like pissing and farting <laughs> all over you and then you're like oh fuck like what yeah, the fuck did yeah. I just do? And yeah. this is permanent. And this permanent. is permanent. Yeah, like I can't, forever. I can't, I can't take him back. There's no yeah. return policy. Yeah, there's yeah, no return I mean, policy. I remember you and Hannah coming to see me like I think a week or two after I'd given birth, and I was yeah, very much, <laughs> very much, I was in the hole of depression yeah. and and dealing with a lot. And sorry, I don't mean to make this person's comment no. all about like this, but like I, I think this is context for this for this writer um, saying that like, I remember saying to you and Hannah, I feel like I blew up my life. Oh yeah. And I remember Hannah saying, you did. Yeah. You did. But you're, a new life is coming out of it. And I think the reality is, I think for this person, what I'd want to say is like, one, know that that's that's probably some degree of that is probably your friend's experience. Mm -hmm. Whether she's like loving it, like which, you know, I hope is her experience. Or if she's really struggling with it, she has completely recalibrated her entire life. And the way I've talked about it is like my my center of gravity has shifted. Yeah. Mm. Like where the weight is in my life is completely different. Where my time goes, where my energy goes is completely different than it was before. Um, but it also means that it impacts everybody around me. Like everybody who interacts with me feels the shift of that gravity because they know I'm being pulled in different directions than I was beforehand. So I think you're valid in feeling that way. I think that, sure. that feeling of betrayal that you're experiencing is one, just like a knee jerk of like your love for your friend, like feeling like you want your friend's attention and time. It's coming from a place of um, closeness and wanting to be, you know, a part of her life. Um, I think you might, like her, have probably never gone through something like this. So it's a new experience for you as well. And I think the best thing you can do is just like, be honest if you have that relationship with your friend about like what, how you want to like be present in her life and to Mm -hmm. be able to offer her like you want, how you want to support her. Um, But also just recognizing like your relationship is going to change. Like her relationship with everybody in her life is probably going to change. And you can be a big part of what that looks like going forward for you, especially if you're someone who's so far removed from a distance. I think it'd be different if you were closer together. And you could actually be with each other. And you could see each other. So I think you have to be really intentional about how you do connect because you are, you do have more barriers to you. And I think it's important to to note too that like that baby's growing. Like mm-hmm, that yeah. like that baby is going to need less and less exactly. of your friend as yeah. time goes on. So I wouldn't like It's not forever. No, I'm, it's I'm telling you. Thank yeah. God. It's not forever and it's like <laughs> like you get it's like this is 100% of my time and yeah. it always will be 100% of my time, but it's like then you like learn to make more room and like learn mm-hmm. to grow how and to how to do, it out. and balance yeah. it all out. I have a friend who's actually like has a very similar situation in that she is 
she's basically the person who wrote this of being like, my friend had a baby a year ago. Like I cannot have a conversation with her without bringing up the baby. And mm. she's like, I love the kid. Like, mm-hmm. but I want to talk about other things. But like it's still I my wish, friend that I want. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, yeah. I wish that she would ask me about how yeah. I was doing. And it's like, sometimes you have to prompt that. Like yeah. you have to be like, Hey, like this crazy thing happened to me today. Can I talk to you about it? Or like, you know, yeah. like not just be like, Hey, how's it going? Because the first thing is gonna be like, Oh, I'm I'm not sleeping because of the baby. And it's like, okay, well, you already fucking blew yeah. your load with the baby. I don't want to hear any more about the baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I'm done with the baby. And that's your point, Barbara, about like it is it's it's a relationships go both directions. So mm-hmm. there yeah. still is definitely something for your friend to I try to be really conscious of that when I'm with friends. And most of my friends want to hear about my baby yeah. and want to hear how I'm doing. I but say, I, we, yeah, if anything, we time. started hanging out way, like <laughs> way, I mean, we I, we were going yeah. over like once a week whenever yeah. you first had yeah. Alice. It's oh, true. Wow. And I think that's the, it's also just a matter of like, if you're someone, and this is also totally fine, if you're someone who just like straight up doesn't like kids, like doesn't want to do, have anything to do with babies, that's going to continue to be present in that relationship. And that's okay. Like not everybody wants to be around kids or to have kids or like have anything to do with kids. But that is a choice your friend made and is part of her life and it's going to continue to be present. Right. So it's just a matter of like how you figure that out, like how you interface with them, like now that that's a big part of their life, you know, it's just going to be, and your point, like if your friend may not be realizing that she's not asking how you're doing, I think as much as you can in a, in a, like a loving way, be like, you know, I would love it if you like asked me about my day or like what's going on in my life. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like we only talk about your baby and I love your baby, but what about me? Like, yeah. I think you and can like, bring it it's, up. It's very possible your friend yeah. just doesn't realize. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, we're yeah. sleep deprived. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. brain does not function the way it used to. Like genuinely, I'm like, she probably doesn't know if if she's got like new yeah. underwear on, let alone <laughs> yeah. if she asked you how your day is. So you like- put them on inside out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, so I think you- just give her any patience you can extend to her. Um, but also just like any good relationship, like good communication, clear communication about like what you want and like what you are, you know, what's bothering you. And also, I mean, you know? this is this is part of your friend's life forever yeah. now. So like I think always expecting there to be talk of mm-hmm. what's going on with her kid and like yeah. things like that because she looks to you to also share that information mm-hmm. and share that news that she's either if it's like, difficult situations she's yeah. going through, joys that she's going through. Like, it's just a permanent part of her life now. And so mm-hmm. if if there is a situation where you're like, I don't care about this kid. I don't <laughs> want to hear about it at all. Like, maybe rethink that friendship altogether yeah. because part of friendship is supporting people yeah. as they go through these life yeah. decisions and changes. Um, and relationships yeah. change and people yeah. grow apart. And it's hard. I'm not saying like, you know, like it's going to be like, oh, like no big deal. But like that, that's part of it. Like letting your relationship change and adapt and seeing where that takes you as you both get, you know, through this new period. But she's probably really tired and like really out of it. So (laughs) just like, you know, be patient with her. (laughs) Yeah. And she lives in a different country. Yeah. That's hard on both of you. So, you know, I think just being, just being open and honest with each other as much as you can. It's usually just a good policy across the board. Yeah. I mean, I, that's also one of the things too, that I think when you realize when you get older Mm. is like, I think it's very valid to like sit back and like have feelings and Mm -hmm. figure out what those feelings mean and like really get a grasp of them and then like be able to present that and like state a case. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like when you're younger, I don't know, I've just like really met now that I'm 31 and I'm so old. Oh my God. um, But it's, it's, it's this thing of like understanding who you are and Mm. like what you need and also being upfront with that and like, setting boundaries essentially, but not necessarily being like, I don't want to ever fucking hear about your kid again, but just being like, Hey, this is how I've been feeling. Yeah. I would love to talk about it. I know you have a lot going on, but it's important to me that like we keep this like some semblance of friendship right now, because I know you're super busy and like, here's how I feel like put it out out Mm -hmm. there all on the table and like be, you know, be compassionate, be kind about it. Um, but I, I, I don't think you have to like, you know, like fucking having a baby. I just, I can't even imagine. Like, I mean, we're going to go through that like soon. And I just like, no. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, it, yeah, everything's going to be over. Like it's going to be over and that's okay. But that's because that's like what we want. It's like the next chapter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, if anything, poor Hannah's, I, I text Hannah, I'm like, how's the baby? How's Alice? I miss him. What's he doing? What's it's he like she, like, you know, question matter. in, yeah, she's like, like Adam Ryan will not, will never Which ask me about point. me. Yeah, what about me? It's another yeah. point that I will bring up yeah. that's like very important for, I think, moms and like mm-hmm. people who have children is like, they're still people. Yeah. Like, you still yeah. need to check in with them and like, you need Absolutely. to remember that like, 
they are people outside of their baby and they are people yep. who have needs and wants and desires and everything. And yeah. that it's very like, like, I feel like there's so much focus on women um, when they're pregnant and it's like, oh my God, you're incre- you're like, you're getting all mm. the best care. You're doing all of this. You're doing all of that. And then, um, and I don't know if I'm, I'm wrong on this, Hannah, no. but uh, like after the baby's born, the baby has a checkup before the yep. mom does. So you oh. shoot a little cooter rocket out. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then like no one bothers to ask you how you're doing. Because Literally. Like, yeah. Baby. Oh, baby. They check the yeah. baby. I think it's like at least within 24 to 48 hours after leaving the hospital. And then like you have like, I'm going to probably get it wrong myself because I was basically, I blacked out the first like month of what it was. But, um, and then it's like, I think you have like two weeks, one month, two months. Like they're getting checked. for the baby. For the baby. Yeah. yeah the baby's getting checked because you're trying to make sure they're hitting their growth miles stones and everything and that they're okay so you're the baby's getting checked on like a weekly monthly basis for like the first couple of months and the mother or the the person who had the baby um doesn't get their first checkup until six weeks after yeah six weeks Mm -hmm. and if you're dealing with postpartum depression that's a really long time to um not have someone checking in on you also like like, the amount of trauma your body just went through well this is sorry i keep turning this into this is just because i think it's really interesting but like it's an important i was telling mariel about how like you know when you are pregnant you have the highest levels and i'm gonna get that i'm not a scientist i'm not a doctor nobody come she also went to film school (laughs) yeah i don't know math i don't know science i don't know how uh, hormones work but um the 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 vast uh, simplification of this, and I'm going to get the probably the terms wrong, so somebody can correct me. But like, I believe it's something like you have the highest levels of um, hormones when you're pregnant, like mm-hmm. estrogen, progesterone. Like those are the highest that they'll ever be because your body is working to like all these building blocks of making a human. And when you deliver your baby and deliver the placenta, you have the lowest amount Does of those hormones. Like it drops. drops. You have a huge. You tank. Your hormones tank. And it is like instant instantly like instant. You have (laughs) basically the same. It's like you have the same hormone levels that you would if you were going through menopause. And so your body is thrown into this like complete chaos of like what is happening. And it it is what makes you you kind of feel unhinged or like the depression. Yeah, like you kind of your body is like, I don't know what's going on. And again, like for anybody who's who's going gone through that again, to this person, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a very, the first, I would say three to four months are very hard on the person who's given birth, like physically, hormonally, chemically. Like if you're a person who comes out of that and is like super lovey, like having the time of your life, I am so happy for you. I think that is incredible. But I would say the vast majority of people have a really hard time because even if you're not dealing with like, even if you cope with the physical side of it really well, I was someone who we've talked about on the previous episode of the shows. I'm like, I'm mentally ill. So like, I knew that was going to be an issue. Aren't we all? Yeah. I like, I knew that was going to be, I was going to be predisposed to something like uh, yeah. postpartum depression. And it's something that like, if I went and sought help within two weeks in under two weeks, cause I was like, this is not normal. They were like, baby blues is like, a lot of people get baby I feel blues. Like it's such an insult to call oh, it. It, yeah. it feels a Absolutely. little bit, it feels a little infantilizing. Um, but it was like, you know, you'll cry a lot. And I was like, mm, this feels a little more intense than that. Um, I mean, we were terrified for you. Like, yeah, I, I was, remember going over oh, yeah. to your house and just like, we were like, uh, what do we do? Because oh, yeah. I felt was, like I had crawled out of my body and had been replaced by like an alien. Oh, like yeah, it was, God. it was, and that's, I'm very honest about it because I don't think people talk about it enough. And I think it's one of those things that like people who go through this are to your point, like during pregnancy, there's a lot of like support and like love and all this stuff. And then when the baby gets here, it's this like, well, this should be the most joyous moment in your life. Like your baby's here. Like you should be nothing but happy sunshine and rainbows. And like, you can be very grateful that your baby is here and healthy and and safe. Um, but still feel like I, what have I done to my life? Like, I think it's very normal for people to be like, I have made a huge mistake. Nobody wants you to say that. I think it's like one of those like people would shame a mother or a parent if they're like, I feel like I've made a mistake. Right. I think those kind of thoughts are completely normal, one. And then like, two, to be like, I'm so exhausted. You literally are getting no sleep. Um, And I just think it's, we need to kind of normalize that for people and like give people, like re kind of set the expectations around what that looks like for people. Um, Now I've just gone off on a tirade. But yeah, like, I mean. I think it's such an important thing to be talking about because honestly, like, as close as friends mm-hmm. we are, I've never heard you go into this much detail about it. And yeah. I think there's probably so many people watching who have experienced something mm-hmm. like this and I've never heard someone. 
or have like a partner detail. or a friend who's who's yeah, gone right. gone through it or going through it, and like that lives in China. Yeah, perhaps. like a friend. And again, like I hope I I feel like probably hopefully your friend is not dealing with anything like that. But they could be. They could be struggling with their mental health, or they could be struggling with like not having family or support nearby, um, where they're trying to do this all by themselves, and it's a huge load on people. And having people who are willing to come bring you food and hold your baby so you can shower, which was what Mariel and Hannah did. Um, Because I was like literally losing my, like losing all sense of like who I was at that point. That's so important. And you obviously this to the person, again, trying to make it, make this not just about me (laughs) ranting about, you know, having kids. Um, You know, you obviously can't do that. They're in China. Like you don't have the ability to be like, I'm going to come bring you a meal and we'll hang out and we'll talk about your day and we'll talk about my day. Um, so I, again, I think that comes back to that intentionality of like one, having just kind of empathy for where your friend is in their, in their life and mm-hmm. knowing this is a season in their life and it will change. Mm-hmm. Um, but also recognizing that like, it's totally okay for that to be the case and that you can meet each other in the middle with like what you can do with the hand you've been dealt, like where you're so far apart and like what that support looks like is different for you than if they were in the same country or time zone or whatever the case yeah, may be. No, so we've ran- I'm sorry, we've ranted about that a lot. No, but. it's great. I, yeah. I, I love getting into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish we had so much more time, but we, we got to wrap yeah. up the show. I know. Which I'm means sorry. like we got to figure out another time. To I know. Get. We should do this again. I yeah. would love that. <laughs> honestly, you are welcome whenever. I'll just show up. Honestly, like. Let me in, please. We film this the same day every week. You are welcome <laughs> to come. All right, cool. I'll be here. Yeah. Um, and Hannah, of course, anytime yeah. you want to be on. We I'm here. Busy lady here. I promise lady. to not talk about babies that much the next time. Um, <laughs> unless we get a question about unless it. Unless we get it. Yeah. And then I'm happy to talk about it. Um, but yeah. I'm I'm so happy to be here. So happy to get to talk to both of you wonderful people yeah. and to learn so much about Taylor Swift. You know? I know. I feel like we that. didn't even scratch the surface. We did. Ladies. I'm expecting a PowerPoint in my inbox as core. soon as we leave. Oh, so it, it's the uh, yeah. the follow up work to do. Yeah, it. we yeah, got homework. homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah homework. we have homework. We we'll be quizzed on the next time. Um, and if you have a question for the show, you could email us always open at roosterteeth.com. If you have a question for us, if you have a situation where you think you're being an asshole and you want us to judge you for it, we're happy to do that too. Uh, And of course, if you're not already, please subscribe to the All Good No Worries YouTube channel where you get Always Open every single Tuesday as well as other shows every Thursday led by some incredible women here at the company. Could not say better things about it, so please subscribe and come support the shows. Hannah, Mariel, Thank you guys for being here. It was so good to be so here. So happy to be so here. Good. Adore Just you. Yes, literally absolutely. warms the cockles of my heart. Um, and hopefully we'll see you guys again very yeah. soon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. On the show and just in general. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Yay. thank you guys all so much for watching this episode of Always Open. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Peace. <laughs>